Hello everyone, welcome to Let the Lady Speak. I am your host, SG. Today we're gonna talk about creating a safe space for your mate. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Let the Lady Speak, I'm SG. As I stated, today we're gonna talk about creating a safe space for your mate. And really this benefits you as well. COVID has put the world on lockdown. We're all on house arrest. Some people are happy to get a a time to, they get this time to spend time with their family, friends and loved ones and enjoy the fruits of their labor. Some people are missing companionship. But this podcast today, this episode is geared towards individuals who are in unhealthy environments and with a toxic person or they themselves are toxic and they want to do better. Um, I personally live alone now and I love being in my home. I love my space. I've taken this time to really be creative and make it more of a home for me. But I remember a time when I was in a relationship and I didn't want to go home and I despised being around. It had gotten to the point where I despised being around the person I was with. I just never knew what bag he was going to come out of. I didn't know what attitude I had to deal with. I didn't know if he was angry and I just didn't want to deal with the negativity. I didn't want to argue. I didn't want to be fake. I just, I just didn't want it anymore. And I remember pulling off one day and I thought to myself, my whole life, my childhood, especially, I've always just wanted a safe space. And now I'm in this relationship where I can't go to the one place that I consider to be my solitude. And that was really the beginning of the end for us. I really decided that it's time for us to part ways. And we eventually came to a mutual decision to do so. But I want to take this opportunity to speak to people who may be in that situation, but you want to stay. Maybe you guys can work it out and make it a safe space for the both of you. So just a few things, just a disclaimer, I'm going to say this, for this to be successful, for for you to successfully create a healthy, safe environment in your home, it starts with within. So you have to A, really want to, you have to really, really want to do this and you have to be willing to do the work and you have to reflect on yourself. You have to be willing to take constructive criticism You have to be accountable for your actions and your role. And you really have to, again, dig in deep with you to see who you are. Um, You can be a drama queen or a drama queen and have this, you can't reject the impulse of creating some chaos or some unnecessary drama. Like just don't keep shit up for the sake of keeping shit up because the house is peaceful and you're uncomfortable in that peace. If you find yourself doing that, it's really time to go and seek some help. And you can seek help from whomever or whatever works for you. If you're a religious person or if you have a religious background, you believe in God, well, talk to God about it. Ask him to reveal you to him. Open yourself up to healing. You know, that's really where all of that starts. If, you know, you need counseling, maybe you want to go to counseling. Maybe you want to do group counseling. Maybe you want to do family counseling. I don't know. But seek tools to help you heal as a person. I've done counseling on several occasions, but I also pray and I ask that I'm healed and that God reveals me to me where I'm broken and where I need to be healed. 
and it's a long process. I am no means by, <laughs> I am by no means at the, the end of my journey. However, I've gotten to such a better place in my life. So a lot of us have childhood trauma that we haven't dealt with. And you really have to deal with that trauma. You really have to deal with the hurt that your mom caused or your dad caused or your siblings caused or that bully in school, whatever it is that drives you to be so angry or so negative or have an inability to just be in a healthy relationship, you have to go heal that part of you. If you don't heal that part of you, you'll never be able to have a healthy relationship because that urge to to have drama or to be angry or not to trust or whatever it is that your issue is, is going to resurface um, anytime you're uncomfortable. And some for some people, peace really makes them uncomfortable. So make sure you deal with your, your childhood trauma and make sure you are really ready to do the work. You have to be willing to communicate in a fair, mature, effective manner. Like you really need to be able to communicate. Your conversation, your goal shouldn't be to hurt the person that you are with. Your goal should be to understand them. So you really need to work on your communication skills. You have to not act out, but verbalize what it is that you want. Now let's move forward to our actual convo. When you get a moment, what I want you guys to do is look up my, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. In short, we have a series of needs in order to reach our best selves. Safety is a basic need. It's second to food, water, and shelter. Um, this is how important safety is to us. It's second to our most necessity, our most needed needs, our most necessary needs according to Maslow. So I want you guys to look that up, do your research on it. It's really good reading. And there ha there's a, his pyramid goes to self-actualization. So I want you to breach your best self. So to get to our points, how can we create a safe space for our mate? Number one is going to be listen. We need to listen and you need to listen to understand and not listen to react. Most times people are just listening to jump in. You're just listening to attack and that's not effective. That's not effective at all. And don't listen just to find fault in a person so that you can beat them down verbally with your stupid or you don't know what the F you're talking about or whatever the case may be. Really listen to what it is that this person is saying. A lot of times people are upset for reasons they have no need to be upset for that person wasn't saying what it is that you heard but you heard something because you're not listening you're just waiting for your moment to double dutch into the conversation stop playing double dutch sit down and listen to what it is that your partner is trying to communicate with you okay you must be willing to communicate again in a mature manner trying to cut someone deep trying to hurt someone deep I'm back at this because this is so important, especially for our community. It's not effective. That's not helpful. Words hurt. And I'm going to tell you something. Words, although it's not physical abuse, verbal abuse can be just as damaging to a person. And when you are intentionally trying to hurt someone or break someone, 
that doesn't say a lot about you as a person. So be mindful of how you communicate to your the one you love. Take the time to listen and take the time to understand. And if you don't understand, simply say, baby, I really want to understand, but it's not clear, you know, or you could repeat it. So what I'm hearing is you're saying do whatever the case is, da, da, da. Or you can say, okay, I'm going to repeat to you what you said. I just want to be clear that this is what you're saying to me. Really try to work through that thing. A lot of people have been told to shut up their whole lives. You know, if you grew up in a black household, it was do as I say, not as I did, and shut up and shut up and shut up. Not all black households, but a large majority of us. And we have to be willing to have these conversations and really hear each other so we can get to the bottom of it and here to understand not to react. And you must be prepared to have some difficult conversations because sometimes the conversation is going to be hard and it may hurt a little, you know, you may not want to hear everything. You may not want that mirror in your face, but this is going to help with the healing process. In life, you can't go around or go over things. You have to go through them to become a better version of yourself. So make sure you are willing to hear and accept it and understand that it may be painful, but don't come from a place of hurt. Neither person should be coming from a place of, I want to hurt you. I want to destroy you. And you know when you're doing that. You know exactly when you're doing it. So stop doing that. That's not healthy. It's not productive. And people don't come back from that. Even if you think they are, it's going to always be in the back of their mind, which is probably the reason why you're acting in the way that you are, because it was done to you or you saw it growing up. It isn't healthy for us. Um, so you have to stop that and you have to be willing to have that conversation. Remember, your mate is not your enemy. Your mate is not your adversary. That is your mate. That is the person that you have chosen to go through life with. You've chosen to have children with. You're sharing resources with this person. This person is now a part of you. Don't treat that person as though they're public enemy number one. You guys should be a team. It should be the two of you against the world. We all have so much that we have to deal with in the community, going to work. We have to fight for our rights. We have to fight to be respected. That should never be the situation in your home. In your home, respect and all of that should be there. You shouldn't have to fight in your home the way you fight out in the world. It should be you two, a team against the world. We are working to be the better versions of ourselves and to build our community. Be vulnerable. Okay, now, first I'm going to talk to the fellas. Fellas, come here. I want you to just come here for a little bit. This is, this is between us, okay? I know your whole life you've been told not to show your feelings, and that's for simps and suckers and punks and you're not any of those okay I get it I get it but I want you to understand something if you let a woman see you for who you are like if you open yourself up to her she will trust you more and when she trusts you more she'll love you more okay so go ahead and let the guard down let her see you but now you have to trust her enough to do this. So ladies, you have to provide a trusting environment for him to be vulnerable with you. If he's vulnerable and you kick dirt in his face, 
you're going to shut that down and it probably will never happen again. So if your man is being vulnerable, open your arms to that moment. Okay. But gentlemen, I want you to shed some of your hardness for that woman and let her know how you feel or what's hurting you or what's bothering you. Okay. Ladies, your turn. Come here, girl. Come here. I know that you are strong. I know you're a strong black woman or a strong woman in general. And you've been through so much in life and you've taken care of yourself and you don't need a man and so on and so forth. First off, cut out that I don't need a man situation. You don't have to tell the person that you don't need them. People see you for who you are. And if you can sustain your sustain yourself, they see that you can sustain yourself. You don't have to tell them who you are. You just don't. If you're boasting about it, then you probably don't really feel it. Okay. And a lot of times when you're telling someone that you don't need them, it's because you don't want to feel vulnerable, but really you do need them. Now, fellas, don't be out here doing whole shit and being a whole asshole and a fuck boy and then wondering why she's telling you that she doesn't need you because a lot of times what she's saying is I don't need you to take me through this bullshit <laughs> I could be by myself and not have to deal with this shit that you're trying to put on my plate so it goes both ways just letting you know but ladies what I want you to do is be yourself be a nurturer just drop some of that hardness open yourself up so that he can be what you need him to be. We, a lot of times when we're so hard and so tough, we take away a man's purpose. Men were made to be protectors and providers. You're letting him know you don't need him to do that. And then you wonder why he's not protecting and providing. He can't protect and provide if you're constantly reminding him you don't need him to protect and provide. Get it? So I need both of you guys to kind of be vulnerable with one another Drop your hard shells and let your softness on the inside show and let that let each other see that side of one another. That's important. Women, I need you to channel your feminine energy. You are not a man, okay? Don't square up with your dude. You're not a man. You're a woman. Let me tell you something, okay? Again, this is between us, but they know this. You are a god. You bring earth, you bring life to earth. Okay, you understand how powerful you are. You have to understand the power in who you are as a female. You bring life, you birth life. That's huge. Only other creature that does that is God. God's, God gives life. Women gives life. You have to understand how powerful that is. Use your feminine energy. You know what I mean? Talk to that man. Girl, if you don't grab that man's face gently and look him in his eyes and say, baby, I love you and kiss him on the lips. If you don't hold him tight sometimes, if you don't speak your your power into him and let him know how you see who he is, speak to the king in that man. Speak to that man that's dormant because the world is constantly pouncing on him, telling him what he can't be and constantly tying his hands behind his back and making it difficult for him and trying to take away his masculinity. You speak to that. You let him know who and what he is. 
have his back in that way. Nurture him, support him, love him, speak life into him. You are a life giver. Speak life into him, speak love into him, be supportive of him. That is what he needs from you. He doesn't need you to be a dude. He has male friends. You be his woman, be what a woman is. And a woman is powerful. Okay. But being powerful doesn't mean being so strong that you can't in your mind. You're so strong that you can't love on someone. Pipe down a little bit. One thing a man wants, you can look, you can do your research, you can look it up. A lot of men say they're just looking for a woman to be nurturers. You know, they want you to, they want to feel love. Men have more mother issues than you could ever imagine. I'll talk about that later on another episode, but you have to be what you are. You were made to be that woman that counterpart for him be that don't try to be him you're not a man you're a woman be a woman be feminine channel that feminine energy nurture him love him support him okay men we need your masculine side women want to feel protected they want to feel that you can provide for them and I don't care if you don't have a lot of money. A lot of times men thinks that we're talking about a lot of money and we're not. And I'm not naive to the fact that there are some women that are focused on, on just money. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about women who really gets it. What you do is if all you have is some bread to make this lady a sandwich. Have a picnic on the backyard, on the porch, in your car, and just make her a sandwich. Ask her how she doing. Pick her up sometimes. You know, sometimes when a woman is fussy, they either need a hug, they need a kiss, they need a compliment, they want to know that they're appreciated, and sometimes they want you to put their ass uh, on top of a countertop somewhere and make it do what it does. You understand what I'm saying? We need that more than what you know we need. And sometimes you just want your your man to, to give you some of that male energy <laughs> and let you know He's a man, you know, and so do what y'all do. Just channel your masculine energy towards your woman. You're not a woman. So don't go around here crying and whining like a girl. When I say crying and whining, I mean, no one loves me. No one cares about me. You know, no, this is your approach. I'm going to let you in on the secret. Baby, I really need, you know, sometimes I just need for you to let me know you appreciate me. Sometimes I just need you to tell me it's going to be all right. You know, say that to her, say that to her, but saying no one cares about me. No one gives a fuck about me. That's really not how to get your point across because people do care. We just don't know how you want us to care. So both of you guys have to open up and communicate about what makes you happy and how, and how you two need to be loved how you how love is communicated to you most people communicate love the way that they 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 love people how they want to be loved but what you have to do is find out how your partner receives love and you guys have to work on that make sure it's healthy but you have to work on that and you guys have to communicate that to one another don't judge your mate will be my next um, step don't judge your mate I shouldn't feel judged by you Judging someone is a surefire way to get that person to shut down. So don't judge. 
there's a there's something on TikTok or something like that where someone says when your husband says he's gonna be an astronaut, just tell him, baby, I'm gonna see you in the moon. That is true. Don't judge your person. Either way, ladies or men, don't judge. This whole conversation, people worry so much about numbers, like how many bodies a person have. You shouldn't worry about a body. What you should be asking about is if your sexual health is okay. Is your health okay? Like, do you have any diseases that I need to worry about? Uh, Have you been abused and you haven't dealt with it? Let that be it. But don't worry about the bodies just so you can judge them and say, well, you've had too many bodies. It really doesn't matter. She could have had one body and that body could have been a whole. And thus, she's had plenty of bodies, just not by her choice. You understand what I'm saying? I know so many people who have gotten venereal diseases from people they were committed to that there that's the issue the issue isn't that they've had a lot of bodies i know people who've had plenty of people and they don't have any venereal diseases because they've practiced safe sex so a lot of times it just came from trusting the wrong person so don't worry about the bodies worry about the health don't judge is what i'm getting at just don't judge your partner be supportive be supportive of your per- your partner's hopes and dreams so i don't know if you guys watch power i'm gonna take it back a little bit my friends and I were talking about power and we were talking about when James, so James was married for you who don't know. James is the main character in the show. James was married to a chick named Tasha. So a lady named Tasha and Tasha and James came up. James was a drug dealer. And then, you know, he wanted to change his life around. This wasn't his life long goal, but Tasha wanted him to always be, you know, this big drug dealer. And so the, basically the whole show is about James trying to change his life around and dealing with people who didn't want really that change because they were comfortable and happy where they were. And there is this scene, you guys go watch it. It's a power, it's it's the first season, I don't remember the episode. But James asked Tasha, what did you think I would be? And Tasha said, the biggest drug dealer in New York. That broke James because James feels like he's so much more. And basically his wife just told him that he wasn't, you know, all he is is a drug dealer. And then James had this young lady from his, he had a woman from his past that he saw and she's like speaking life into this man. I always knew that you can do, you would do well. I always knew that you would get out the hood. I always knew you would make something of yourself. I always knew, but his own wife, She's just like, yeah, you was going to be a drug dealer. And, you know, we all know what happens to drug dealers. They end up dead or in jail. And I'm speaking from knowing people. I'm not just speaking from what statistics or what the what is said. Otherwise, I know for a fact it's either drugs, either they become addicted to drugs, they get killed or permanently injured, or they end up in jail. So... You know, James was like, damn, that's all you think of me. You don't think more of me. And he's getting all of this praise from a woman. And that was the turning point in their relationship. And that's when he made up his mind that he was going to cheat. And I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying it is. You have to be supportive of your person's hopes and dreams and them being a better version of themselves. You should always want to support that person and be there for them. Respect. Respect is the next one. You have to respect your mate. Show your mate respect by how you speak to them, by how you carry yourself. 
about how you treat others and how you make people respect your relationships. If you have an outside person that is disrespecting your relationship and you're allowing it, shame on you. I don't care if it's your mom. No one should be able to be disrespectful in your relationship. You should hold people accountable. You should set boundaries. These are the boundaries right here. Don't cross that line. You remember how we used to draw the line in the sand? That's what you have to do. You should never allow anyone to uh, disrespect your relationship. You shouldn't disrespect your mate. Don't belittle, beat down, tear down your mate. Don't do that. How do you expect for them to trust you, to open up to you, and to create a safe environment when you're tearing them down and beating them up physically or verbally or financially or mentally or whatever the case may be? So it's so very important for you to respect your mate and for you to demand that the people around you guys will respect your mate. I'm going to tell you, that really goes far. And you can get somebody to really ride out with you if they know that you respect them. And even in the Bible, the Bible talks about check out Ephesians when we get into being submissive. And, you know, a lot of women get upset about that word. But this is what you're supposed to submit to. So, fellas, I want you to listen. It says that the man is supposed to love his wife as God loves the church. But when you think about the kind of love that God has for the church, and when God talks about the church in the Bible, he's talking about people, not the actual church, not uh, missionary Baptists of who, how, what. No, that's not what he's referring to. What he's referring to is his people. We are a church individually. So God says respect the husband. The wife is supposed to respect the husband. And what she's respecting is a man that... What she's respecting and submitting to is a man that loves her the way God loves the church. So that is unlimited favor, unlimited grace, unconditional love. You know, if you really think about how we are loved by our Savior, then you will understand what I'm talking about. And that's a lot. That's a huge cross for a person to bear. So if a man is loving you in that way, that's how you submit to him. And submitting doesn't mean you give yourself to him and he abuses you. Submitting means I give myself to you and you protect me and you love me and you respect me. That's what that means. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to respect your mate. And fellas, give, fellas and ladies, give your mate something to respect. Don't be disrespectful and then expect for someone to respect you. It just doesn't work that way. Lastly, I'm going to say be your partner's friend. Like be your partner's true friend. You should be able to trust your partner with any and everything. All parts of you should be exposed. I hear a lot of people say, I married my best friend. And they don't even know this person. You didn't marry your best friend. You haven't even showed this person who you are for them to know. <laughs> for them to know you. And then you wake up one day upset because you feel like they're not doing what you want them to do. But you've created this whole persona. And they don't know who you are. You want a relationship with someone that you're truly friends with, that you guys can really have hard conversations, be vulnerable, you trust them, you respect them, you want to honor them as a human being and as a mate. That's what you want. You want someone you can tell your deepest, darkest secrets to and you know it's going to be okay. You know they're not going to judge you and they know you know they're not going to hurt you. That's what you're looking for. So 
I am all for that. I want you guys to really be each other's friend. Take the time to get to know your mate. And I need you as an individual to be willing to show a person who you really are. And that's what we have for today. I really appreciate your time. I just want to quickly go over our steps today that we discussed. We're going to listen to our partner. We're going to listen to understand and not to react. We're going to communicate and be accountable for our own actions and our own feelings. And we're going to deal with those feelings, emotions, and actions. We're going to be vulnerable to our partners so our partner can really see who we are as a person and learn to love that person that we are versus a facade that we may have um, moving forward that we're fighting to hide from them. Women are going to channel their feminine energy. Our men are going to channel their masculine energy. We're not going to judge. We're going to be supportive. We're going to respect our mate. We will not belittle or tear our mate down. And lastly, we're going to be our partner's friend. I thank you so much for spending time with me today. I want to hear from you. So please go to Instagram and follow me at Let the Lady Speak. I have a link in my bio. You can go to that link. Leave me a voice message. You can suggest topics. You can send me an email and just communicate to me what your thoughts are, what your views are any input or something else that you may want to hear or something you may want to talk to me about. If you leave me a message, I can actually play it on um, my upcoming podcast. So if you're interested in that, please let me know when you leave that message. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for letting me speak. Have a great night.